the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Here to preach the good news, heal the brokenhearted, set captives free, and bring restoration to our community, this is Isaiah 61. From Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, here's Pastor Solomon. Hello, welcome back to Isaiah 61, and we are truly grateful for the season that we're in and for God's goodness to us and our families and everything that we do, even through the difficult times, even through the challenging times, even through news that may reach your desk or your doorsteps that may uh, cause you to be shaken, we are grateful to God that those news um, will not rattle us, they will not overcome us, they will not overwhelm us, but instead the love of God and our hearts that's centered around His goodness to us will get us through, and that is us having the heart of gratitude, a grateful heart. And so during this season, just be grateful to God for everything, everything, whatever you may even consider the bad, whatever you may consider not good, whatever you may consider stressful, challenging. He works all those in his plans, whips them up into something good and something beneficial. And I started with that to just say that we are in a season of being grateful. Um, gratitude is a key ingredient of uh, of our development as believers and our maturity to to harness and access every possible blessing and all that God has for us, we need to approach um, God with a heart of gratitude. Now, um, again, you've been following us throughout the, the year. God has been working marvelously through the these sessions um through isaiah 61 i want to acknowledge and be grateful to spirit of the lord church for immense support contribution um and everything that they do towards um, the advancement of the kingdom and investing in isaiah 61 god richly bless you all those who donate all those who support us um, in many ways, through prayers, um, through words of encouragement, we are overwhelmed and our hearts are filled with gratitude for you and for what God has for you in the future. Um, and it's with profound thanks that I submit to all the listeners that God bless you, God increase you in everything that you do. Now, we we also have of those that pray for us. We have those that um, may not necessarily be vocal, but um, they 
they advance the good news and what the work God is doing through Isaiah 61 to others. I say we are grateful for you and we're thankful that you're part of this journey. God bless you. Now, uh, I want to speak and and go into the subject of gratitude and 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 being grateful. And our principal text will come from Luke 17 verses 11 to 19. Luke 17 verses 11 to 19. But before I get there, I will I would just go a, a different direction and then I will come back to Luke seventeen eleven. You know, Jesus lived a life on this earth and with everything that he went through, he was filled with gratitude. He was filled with gratitude. He worked many miracles um, because he had a heart um, that was thankful, a heart that was thankful and we have a lot to learn from that uh so so Luke 17 verses 11 to 19 and then the bible says that and it came to pass as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee and as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourselves unto the priests. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. 15, and one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God. And he fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? They are not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger. And he said to him, Arise, go thy way. Thy faith hath made thee whole. Amen. Um, this text is familiar to a lot of us. And we um, grew up or at some point in your Christian journey, your walk with God, if you've been working with God for some time, have heard about this, have read through the scriptures. Um, and so we are presented with a situation where Jesus met 10 lepers. And Jesus um, didn't meet them by accident. Jesus was going to Jerusalem and he was passing through Samaria and Galilee. Um and the attention of the lepers were drawn to the fact that Jesus was coming that way. Because um, obviously when Jesus would be, you know, moving, 
there, there would be a crowd following him and uh, people would go ahead of him to just announce or at least create awareness that um, someone significant, the rabbi, the teacher, the son of God, the son of man, is is coming this way. And so the ten lepers heard and they had to make a move. You know, one of the things that uh, activates the power of God unto salvation and to deliverance is that we have to make a move. When you are even in a condition that may be uh, branded a certain way, and you hear that Jesus is coming your way, or Jesus is available and in your direction and is willing to hear you and is able to hear you, um, you just want to make that move. You're not making the move, one, in anticipation necessarily for um, a transformation but you, in terms of healing, but you're making a move to connect with the one who is able because now you, you are focused on a relationship now and relationship gives access. And then access, you know, opens up all possibilities. Okay, so when you make a move, you, you're making the move and it's a faith move. You're making a move because you've heard that Jesus is capable, is able, and Jesus is coming your way, and Jesus is is at your your doorstep or in your neighborhood. These ten lepers had that, and they made a move. They stood afar off, but they made a move. And their move that they made was that they lifted their voices and they shouted. They shouted. They couldn't come close because of the rules. Um, lepers were not not engaged in and integrated into society. So they stood afar off, the Bible says. And the move that they made was that they allowed their voices to make that move for them and to draw the attention of Jesus. Now, Jesus didn't have them on his agenda for that day. In the same way, many people um, caught the attention of Jesus and Jesus wasn't on the agenda for them. Jesus spiritually by discernment and by divine appointment likely had an inclination that this would happen but those encounters were not necessarily in Jesus's itinerary if you would and so there is a place for us to insert ourselves into God's itinerary for for that day and you can insert yourself into God's agenda and plan without knowing it. But what you do is is that you have to make a move. When you make a move, and the move has to be a move based on desperation. 
a move based on desperation and faith envelops that and guards that and and guides it to the target. And so while there there may have been a lot of chatter, a lot of noise, and so on and so forth, these ten lepers that stood afar off, these ten lepers that were not admitted into society, were able to make a move. And that was a fifth move. Later on, we will read about uh, um, Jesus referencing faith as part of this whole passage, this whole encounter. They lifted up their voice and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. So they made a move by lifting up their voices. That's all they had. They could only yell and shout. That was they couldn't they couldn't they couldn't find any other viable means to portray their sense of desperation. And the faith activated within them when they heard that Jesus was coming their way. And Jesus was in the neighborhood. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, what are you dealing with? What are you saddled with? What has been said about you? What are you dealing with right now that has made you feel alienated from everything else? And you feel down and out and alone and isolated and want to give up. It's not time to give up. It's time to make that faith move in desperation. And if you have only your voice left, that's all you got to use by lifting up your voice and saying that Jesus, Master, have mercy on me. Oh, God, have mercy on me. It could it could be your last dime and you would use that to get into a church building or a, an edifice to say that, Lord, I've come with desperation. I don't know how I'm going to return, but I've come to your feet. I've come with an expectation that you have mercy on me. The ten lepers demonstrated the act of desperation. The woman with the issue of blood also acted with a sense of desperation. And she received her breakthrough. Oh, Jesus talked about a, a parable about, about this, this widow who would come before the judge and, and relentlessly pursued what she didn't deserve. And the judge had to Give it to her. Desperation inserts you into God's agenda for that day, for that month, for that week, for that year, for your life. You can insert yourself into God's agenda. And I want to encourage you that don't lose hope. Don't be destitute. Don't be depressed. Don't stay at that place of separation, but 
galvanize hope and let everything that you have left be deployed into tapping into Jesus. You're listening to Isaiah 61. This is Pastor Solomon and I'll be right back. Spirit of the Lord Church is a multi-ethnic, multi-generational church impacting North Minneapolis and the greater Twin Cities. Emphasizing the four pillars of godly thinking, training up godly children, godly marriages, and outreach to the community, Spirit of the Lord has quickly become a staple to some of the people who need God the most. As they focus on Jesus Christ, grace and truth bind them together to become God's best. Join them for service every Sunday morning at 1030 at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Spirit of the Lord Church, a proud sponsor of Isaiah 61. Hi, I'm Georgine Rice. This week in the Christian Outlook, sponsored by the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, making the case once again for the two-parent norm. A two-parent home being something that is a right for a child, we're simply saying the original design needs to be the one put in place. Be sure to join us and visit our website at ChristianOutlook.com. Join us for the Christian Outlook every Saturday evening at 7, here on AM 980 The Mission, the Twin Cities Christian Voice. Welcome back to Isaiah 61. You're listening to Pastor Solomon Aquaka, Senior Pastor of Spirit of the Lord Church. And before we went on break, we're talking about inserting yourself into God's agenda. Now, it doesn't mean that God doesn't have plans for you. God has plans for you. But there are times and there have been times where God responds Responded to desperation. Now, desperation is the birthplace of your breakthrough. Desperation is the birthplace of your breakthrough. Now, why? Because when you are desperate, you don't really care about the circumstances. You don't care about the enormity of your problem. You don't care about how the solution will manifest. All you know is that the person of Jesus is the solution. And all you, all you got to do and you deploy everything you have to ensure that you make a connection with Jesus. And when you make a connection with Jesus, when you make a connection with Jesus, Everything will be all right. Will be all right. So the ten lepers gained access to Jesus that day. The most unlikely people, the most unlikely group of people, gained Jesus' attention. So verse fourteen of Luke seventeen it says that when he saw them, so their voices that they lifted, they are yelling, they are screaming, their desperation. Or the act of desperation led them to Jesus. And Jesus saw them and said to them, Go show yourselves unto the priest. Why didn't Jesus pray to them? 
we can discuss that another time. But see, the the priests owned um, the, the 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 laws that governed lepers, and the priests were the ones that were would have been the suitable to declare them cleansed. Now, and Jesus knows that the priests were shadows, right? The priests were shadows. He being the high priest. But at that point, he hadn't assumed that role of the high priest. So he still followed protocol. The times that he broke protocols, but when Jesus, when you study his life, he also honored protocol. And it came to pass that when they went to show themselves to the priest, they were cleansed. And the priest confirmed it. And once the priest confirmed it and affirmed it, I believe the nine others started jubilating and rejoicing. And going their way because the priest had made um, the declaration and they had received their total healing. Now, let's look at it. And then one of them, when he saw, when he realized, when he was convinced and had evidence that he was healed, went back. And with a loud voice was glorifying God. Fell down at the feet of Jesus. Giving him thanks. And the odd thing about this person. According to. The the tradition of that day was that. He was not a Jew. He was a Samaritan. Now know that. Lepers were lepers. So basically. Regardless of your identity, when you're, once you're a leper and you're cast out, you are no longer part of the society. And so you would, they'll find ways to congregate. They'll congregate um, and it didn't really matter um, whether they were Jews or Samaritans or, or, or you know, other tribes or other other ethnicity or you know from different parts of the Middle East it didn't really matter all that mattered was that one thing was common and that was their situation being leprous so he turned back with a loud voice glorified God now he had access because he was cleansed it was affirmed by the priest so he went, he was now able to gain access to Jesus' feet and fell down and, thank him, and thanked him. Now, scripture was very specific here that the Samaritan was um, the one that went back. See, the thing about verse 16, revealing that the identity of the leper that came back was Samaritan gives us an insight into the fact that it doesn't matter whether you are chosen by God 
of the hand of God is upon you and is confirmed and affirmed once you fail to live by revelation. People that God has prepared who live by the revelation that he gives them would take your place. So as a believer, our call is to live by revelation. Our call is to live by revelation, not based on titles, not based on ordinations and all that. Those are important and critical. But when you live by revelation, you would know that sometimes the people that we ultracize are supposed to be grafted into the family of God. You've been listening to Isaiah 61 and we started on laying the foundation about gratitude. And next week, we'll come back to your doorsteps again. Now, following through and expounding further on this topic of gratitude using the tender piece and the story and the, and the lessons that we learned from that. God bless you and stay tuned to Isaiah 61 every Saturday at 2 p.m. Blessings. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.